Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Hello, everyone. My name is Deb. And I'm here with some amazing women. And you guys, we are going to talk about something that is super important, especially in January and February, because a lot of us really want to make healthy habits for our new year. And I don't know about you guys, but we probably were like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And now it's like middle of January and we're not really doing it. Right. But there's a better way because today we're going to say diets don't work, but there's a different way and it does work. Okay, it's a better way. And so I'm here with Mimi Kroger and Linda, and we all have experience, different experiences and relationships with food and struggles. And we're going to talk about that, but there is a different, there is a better way. And we're going to talk about that today. And you're going to be so glad you joined us. But okay, Mimi. Yes. I want to hear about you. Okay. Okay. So tell us about you. So I am a nationally certified personal trainer and I am a behavior change specialist, which is basically like a life coach that specializes in inner healing, healing our souls. And I have been in the health and wellness industry for over 25 years. Mm -hmm. And I'm also a nutrition guide. You're a nutrition guide and you're a wife and a mom. And yes, I am a wife to an amazing husband who actually does all the dishes and all the laundry. Oh, it's true. My husband does too. It's amazing. How did that happen? He's my dream guy. (laughs) Right. Right. How did that happen? I don't know. I just... I just got, well, actually he was a bachelor for a really long time. So I think he didn't have just a choice used to it. And then I was like, you still don't have a you choice. You can still help, but yeah. we do other things. Yeah. Like, like we do other things. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. We're not sloppy. Yeah. And I have a son who's in college. He's actually has one semester left. Oh, so, I love it. Yeah. It's so good. And he's my dream kid for sure. He's actually oh, a really good kid. That's so sweet. Yeah. Okay. I love that. All right. Linda, tell us about you. Um, I'm a mom of three kids. Yes. They are... 12, 10, and 8. And she also has an amazing husband who believes in her I dreams do. like nobody's business. That man yes. is always encouraging you in your dreams. Oh, he's so he's such a good. good. Guy. Yeah. When you have a godly marriage, it's like the best yes. thing ever. Yes. <laughs> but even if you struggle yeah. in your marriage, there's always hope. Right. Because God Jesus can turn, can it turn into your that. marriage. Because my I don't I wasn't this happy when my kids were growing up. And my husband, I fought. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we're gonna do this whole marriage thing uh in February, but my husband and I we fought, we had some hard years. So mm-hmm. God can turn things around, He can help us. Amen. So absolutely. Yeah. And even when you have a, a Christian marriage, a happy marriage, like there's still days. There's you know, days or weeks there's still or months yeah, that were sure. really hard, right? So, yeah, but we re- just rely on God to help us. That's right. We rely Amen. on God to help us. I love <laughs> yeah. that. That's so good. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the fact that diets don't work. And Mimi brought up something really good. We were talking earlier, and she brought up something really good that I don't think we talk enough about is our soul. Yes. So what I didn't mention is that I, um, I've written a book called Holy Spirit Help Me oh, yes. Heal. Here. This is an amazing book, you guys. Yeah. The subtitle is Overcoming Disease and Dysfunction. Dysfunction is anything really that's going on in our souls, like hurts and wounds, um, and overcoming those things with the help of the Holy Spirit. And so mm-hmm. after I, I wrote the book, it actually spurred on a calling to begin a ministry called Three John Two Ministries, mm-hmm. which is based on a scripture, Three John Two, that says you will be in health 
and prosper even as your soul prospers. And your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. And so that there's this direct correlation between how we're prospering. And prospering doesn't just mean um, financially. It, it actually covers everything. It covers health. It covers uh, prospering emotionally, relationally, like we were talking about with husbands and moms and kids. Um, so in every area of our life, we have an opportunity to prosper as our soul is getting along well. And so in order for our soul to get along well, um, sometimes there's some cleanup that the Holy Spirit that Jesus has to do with us um, to help replace the lies that we've learned to believe, the belief systems that we have based on even things that have been done to us or maybe things that we haven't done. Sometimes we're harboring um, our own guilt or unforgiveness toward ourselves mm -hmm. or unforgiveness toward other people. Anyway, these, these wounds in our soul can affect how we are getting along. And sometimes we're self-medicating yeah. uh, with food. Yep. A lot of people um, have different addictions. And so getting to the root of those things is really the key to losing weight permanently yeah. and not so being in the diet cycle. Yeah. We don't want to be in the diet cycle. It doesn't it's work. not good for your body. No. Yo-yo dieting is actually really bad for you. Yeah. And it just, it simply doesn't work. So if I were to tell you, you are not allowed to have bread, then <laughs> I would just want bread, right? That your, your mind becomes fixated on that. And then all you think about is bread. And then instead of, you know, having one slice of bread, you end up having the whole loaf because <laughs> you've told yourself that you can't have it. And so it absolutely doesn't work. You're not your body, your flesh is actually adamantly opposed to the law. And that's what really well, I talk bring about. Bring that scripture out real quick at the get-go. That's scripture. Why we yes. say diets don't work, why you say yeah. it. And it's true because what about the law? Yeah. So in Romans, Paul talks about the struggle that he has. And he says, the very thing that I don't want to do, that I do. Mm -hmm. And our answer to that is actually coming out from under um, those laws. So the Bible says in Galatians that if we're under the law, we're under a curse. Yeah. And as believers, we're not under a curse any longer because Jesus has redeemed us from the curse. And so the beauty about what Christ does for us, he gives us the Holy Spirit to live on the inside of us. And now we have resurrection power that enables us to do that which we could never do on our own. But now we have that power within us to help us and to guide us. And so it's super important to get in touch with who we are. And let me just explain quickly, because I think sometimes people don't understand the idea of being a three-part being. Oh, yeah. So, oh, explain this. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. So we are a spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body and our spirit is the innermost part of us. And if we've been born again, we now have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. And the Holy Spirit is perfect, desires okay, great do things. people that are not born again have the Holy Spirit? People that are not born again need to be born again. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, what oh, happened yeah. In the fall is our spirit died. So if we look at, you know, way back in Genesis with Adam and Eve, we know that God had told them that if you eat of the fruit, you will die. 
Well, obviously they didn't die physically, but they died spiritually. And so we need to come into new life. And we do that through our relationship with Jesus and through being born again. And that's really easy to do. So if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can just simply say a prayer. God, thank you for forgiving me of my sins. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the one that empowers you, loves you, comforts you, guides you, will then come and live on the inside of you. And for the rest of your days, you'll never be alone. You will always have a helper. And in this world, especially with what's been going on, even just over the last few years, it's very apparent that we need we need a savior. A and you yes. know what? You don't have to be perfect to accept Christ. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have already changed your life. Whenever I accepted Christ, I was still doing drugs. I was drinking and having sex <laughs> with, yeah. my, with my boyfriend, who is now my husband. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to yeah. be perfect or have mm-hmm. it all together to come to Christ. And then one by one, he took all of those things away and he will do that to you too. Like we just turn to him and receive Christ. And then he takes those things away as we keep turning to him. Yeah. And reading, I reading the Bible, God's love letter. And so glad you brought that up. Yeah. There's nothing more important that we would talk about that coming to Christ. That is the most important thing. Yeah. Okay. So I want to hear about struggles because I know that everybody could be looking and they could be like, oh, well, you know, they're, they're all thin girls, right? We're all thin girls sitting here talking about dieting, not working. And so mm-hmm. I would like to open up and say like, Linda, how, what, yeah. a, what is your relationship with food been in the past? Yeah. So I, I think, sorry. there we go. <laughs> I, think I, was, I was in second grade for like the first time that I remembered, mm-hmm. I looked at you know, the other girls. And I thought, Hmm, you know what? I'm not as thin as they are. I mean, second Ooh. grade, you guys, you know, and I know it, some people it's even earlier. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. And I, I was never overweight. I wasn't even overweight, but it was like, and, um, Mimi's going to talk about that. It's some of those traumas and those lies and those like wrong beliefs that you kind of get in a pattern. And this becomes kind of an easy thing to fixate on. So I was kind of, it was kind of in the back of my mind, always, always, always. And then in my twenties, um, something triggered it. And it, I, I went into a full blown bulimia and I was, I mean, I struggled with it for over a decade and 10 years, mm-hmm, oh, like probably over. Right. Cause, cause the, and, and you're going to talk about this too, but the enemy knows where to get us. Right. Yeah. And so even when I thought I would, I, I've kicked it, it's not, you know, um, as bad as it used to be, he'd come back and tempt me, right. He'd come mm-hmm. back and tempt me. Sometimes I'd fall for it. And sometimes I just, you know, overrate, but I'd be like, Oh no, I really shouldn't do the other thing. And right. so, so yeah, so it was the a other long, thing meaning throwing up. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was a long process of healing and it's an addiction. So it's an addictive behavior. And I was, I was using it to mask feelings. Right. And I thought if I can do this, then I don't have to focus on, I feel bad right now. And every time that I would do it, I'd get a release and I would like get, it's actually like endorphins, I think that happen in your brain. And I was like, I I don't know, you know, (laughs) until the next time. And so I tried all the things I, you know, I started, you know, trying to just deal with myself, which um, I was not enough to deal with that. And then I went to a psychiatrist and I, they prescribed me some prescription medications and I started taking a little bit and I thought, this is not my, this is not my issue, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I did, you know, talk therapy or it didn't work. And then, you know, I met my husband and he was, he just loved me so well. And he Mm -hmm. was like, not scared by this. I literally told him like, 
second date maybe. And he was like, okay, I'll help you. And he just taught me how to like take my thoughts captive and just like all these really great biblical principles. But I was still kind of doing it in my own strength. I'd pray about it all the time. And, but I didn't really know the healer. And it really was when I, I came to know him and just sit with, I would sit with him and he would tell me who he was and who I am. And I began to feel that great, great unconditional love for me that those lies couldn't stand up to that. Amen. Yeah. And those false beliefs just began to work themselves out just by me having that relationship with God. And so when the devil would come back with temptations, it would be like, no, I know who I am. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't need you anymore. Yeah. That's (laughs) So. so good. Yeah. Yeah. And my experience was very similar. Um, I uh, struggled with bulimia um, and really a lot of it had to do with just things that I believed about myself that weren't true. And so really establishing who I was, um, which was loved. So when Mm -hmm. I first came to know the Lord, um, that's really when I was just really almost supernaturally just delivered from it. And I didn't have a long experience with it. Um, I think I had done it maybe like five or six times. So it wasn't something that was like really entrenched, but I was on my way there. And I would say like, I remember being at, you know, the throne talking about the toilet when (laughs) I, I just said, you know, God, you know, what is wrong with me? Why am I doing this? And for me, what the Lord showed me was I had a lot of shame in my Mm -hmm. life. Yes. And I was actually literally trying to get rid of it by throwing up. And that doesn't work. And so um, when I was talking earlier about how we're spirit, soul, and body, our soul affects what's going on in our behavior and Mm -hmm. in our physical body. It can even lead to illness at times. And so... um, when your spirit, since it's the innermost part of you, um, and then your soul wraps around that, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions, and then your body wraps around that. So since your spirit is perfect, has been perfected in Christ, mm-hmm. you want what's in your spirit to get out into your soul so that it affects your behavior and your body. And the way that that happens is by renewing our minds. Yes. So the Bible says, don't be conformed to this world, mm-hmm. but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so it's important to renew our mind with what God says about us, right? Yeah. It was God's love, his wow. unconditional yeah. love for you that healed you mm-hmm. and helped you to see yourself differently. And mm-hmm. so our key is always really focusing in on who Jesus is for us through the Holy Spirit who becomes our helper mm-hmm. and our counselor, you know, the Bible calls him our counselor, our yes. wonderful counselor and our Prince of Peace. So for me, it was definitely that coming into that real unconditional love of the father, knowing who I was in him. But then it was also about not living under the law. And like we talked about, when you live under the law, it's a curse and it's really the gospel. Um, and it applies to every area of addiction or just any issues that we're having in our lives. So renewing our minds, knowing that we have resurrection power on the inside of us, not living in a guilt cycle, which keeps you going back and, and doing the same thing over and over again. I always tell people, if you think you're a worm, you're going to act like you're going to act like a worm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I didn't have, um, I didn't have per se, Bulimia, I tried it <laughs> and I couldn't do it. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Well, no, but yeah. I mean, 
you guys are must be stronger or something because I was like trying. I mean, it's it's just whacked out, it's like wrong. like like yeah. being so consumed. Yeah. But but you know, I was in the fitness world, mm-hmm. and I was an aerobics instructor, and I started just working out more. So. Yeah, if I that's what much. I had. Yeah, I had, it's called exercise. I, I had that exercise as well. Bulimia? Actually, that's what yes. I started with. That. Oh, I didn't realize. And then that when you that. couldn't out exercise, oh, I would do it. I would go for like yeah. three hours, hours yeah. and work out, and and my body was starting to. But you know what God did? You know how good He is. He started me looking around at people that were older that I had seen at the gym for a long time that were doing that. And I was like, they don't seem very happy. Yeah. And they seem very consumed with the way they mm-hmm. look. They seem consumed with like, and I started mm-hmm. thinking, well, I don't want to be consumed with the way I looked. Yeah. I mean, I want to look nice. I want to take care of my body. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. I exercise, but I do it because I love it. You know, I, it makes me feel better. Yeah. And I don't do a lot. I'll do 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. And it makes me happy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. there's endorphins, there's there. endorphins. Yeah. It makes me happy, yeah. but, uh, but that's what I tried to do. But yeah. God showed me that. Well, you can even see the cycle in that. Mm-hmm. So you were working out so much that actually then your body required yeah, more sustenance, more food. And so then it's just becomes this yeah. cycle. And that's where the enemy of our souls always wants us to be. He wants us distracted. He wants yes. us focused in on things that really don't have any eternal value. Exactly. Yeah. Um, not that, not that this world isn't important. It is important, right? But we want to come to a place where our focus is not so, you self, know, not right. so self-focused where we're actually, you know, living for something beyond ourselves. Yeah. And we can't do that if we're stuck in this roller coaster ride of bulimia or even just body image issues. Mm-hmm. And God really wants to set his people free. He wants to set us free. Yeah. Because he, he cares about our joy level. He wants us to enjoy our lives and he wants us to walk in the fullness of what he created us for, because he knows that it'll bring us joy. It and it's the only thing that'll fulfill us. Right? Yeah. yeah. And he's created us to do, we're his workmanship created to do good work. Yeah. In and, advance. Yeah. Right? Yes. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk just a second about your soul being hungry. So I love that Mimi brought up the fact that we need to address the soul. And I know for a fact that my soul was hungry this last weekend. And I'm going to tell you a funny story. (laughs) So our souls, um, they can be hungry and it can manifest. I say that word, it shows up. You could be more angry. You could be um, depressed you could be tired. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say things that you would you never say. You feel out of control yeah. if your soul's hungry and you want to control something, right? Mm-hmm. You want to control something. And so last, I was exhausted this past weekend. I, I had some amazing things happen. And then I was helping some friends with some things they were going through. And it was, and I wasn't sleeping. My husband was out of town and, and I was so tired and I was going from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And then I go to Chipotle at like, <laughs> 730 at night to eat my, I ate my food and I came back out at like eight and I was really tired and I'm sitting in my car and I look at the car next to me and there's these kids and, and normally it doesn't bother me when kids are vaping. It just doesn't bother me. I usually just whisper a prayer, but it was something weird about the car. And, uh, and we were talking earlier about if you have the spiritual gift of discerning between spirits and I have it and I'm learning about it 
because I don't think I handle it the right way all the time. And so I was sensing something interesting in their car and I was staring. I shouldn't have stared. Should not <laughs> stare at people. And I was staring. I was tired. I was tired. Yeah. And then I pulled back and the kid looked at me and he did a Gene Simmons with his tongue, right? At me. Like, you know, the nasty tongue thing. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. We can't unsee that. Unsee that. Yeah, we're not doing that. And so I was backing out. And I'm like, no. So this is how I knew that my soul was hungry. Because I was like, no, I'm not. I'm No, I'm not going to let him do that to me. And I pulled my car back up right next to his. And I looked at him and I go, are you talking to me? And I go, are you talking to me? And um, normally I would not do that. And then, of course, the condemnation comes and I go, my pastor would never do this, right? Because I think about my pastor and all the staff people at my church and stuff. I go to a big church and I'm like, they would never do some of the things that, I, that I've done. And, uh, and then I rolled down my window. I rolled down the wrong window because I do that all the time. I rolled down my back window instead of my, my side window. And the guy saw me struggling between my windows and he looks at me and he goes, you can't even roll down the right window. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, you're really mature, aren't you? It's so <laughs> bad that I did this. And then he goes like this. And that's the sign of the devil. And so then I was like, oh, I know what's happening. His, besides my, my soul was tired and I was being childish and all that other stuff. My flesh was acting out, but he was... I think I sensed a demon spirit somewhere over in that car and he had something sensed spirit of God in me or, and I was acting wrong. And then this sealed it. Cause I was like, Oh, I know why he, you know, I know what was happening with that whole spiritual gifts thing. But the bottom line was my soul was tired mm-hmm. and I was super tired and I, I would never have reacted like that, but I'm human. And of course, yes. then I condemned myself. That's when I thought about my pastors. My pastors would never do something like that. They would pray for them. You know, they would never. And that's not true. Your pastors I would do something like that. I don't know if they would. You, you know uh, what? That's the thing. I think sometimes I that we, we put Christians like on this. Yeah. I know. Thing. And I do that. Especially pastors yeah, like on this know, pedestal. And the, the fact is, is that they have a flesh too. They do. And, you know, you're not with but them. But you don't hear about it. Seven, right? You, you don't, don't hear about well, it. Well, I don't know if they're a good pastor. Maybe I feel like they do share Actually, our pastors do share. You know, it is about, you know, being real, but the, the truth is, is that we don't have to look at ourselves and focus on that. Right. The, you know, the scripture says, you know, that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy spirit. It's not our righteousness, but it's his righteousness. Mm -hmm. And the moment we get our attention back onto our flesh, our body, which cannot do right. Only our spirit, as we renew our minds and it gets into our soul, then it outflows into our body. But um, that's exactly it, though. You can get into that downward spiral where then you feel bad about yourself or even comparing yourself. And that's huge with bulimia and dieting. You start to compare yourself. And God never asked you to compare yourself to anyone else. No, that's why he's not wise. He says it's not wise to compare yourself. And, you know, and even to judge yourself, there's a scripture um, where Paul talks about, he talks about, you know, I don't even judge myself. I don't allow any human court to judge me. And I don't even judge myself. Well, why is he able to do that? And that doesn't mean that we don't look at ourselves and, you know, repent when when we've done something wrong or ask someone for forgiveness, right? We do that. But to stay there is actually contrary to everything that Jesus died to give you. And it gives the enemy an upper hand. And we don't ever want that. You know, so the Bible talks about that. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came. 
Jesus said, I came that you would have and enjoy your life and have it in abundance and to the full until it overflows. Mm-hmm. And overflows means that it it is your kingdom purpose. It overflows onto other people. And that is ultimately what diets, um, food addiction, anything that you're struggling with, it can be alcohol, it can be shopping, it can literally be anything. All of those things are simply a distraction um, from really dealing with pain. Oftentimes, like if I'm so focused on the bulimia, I'm actually not dealing with the root causes, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not dealing with what's really going on. And when we get to the point where we're willing to go there with the father, we will find a freedom. The Bible says that he, he is the truth, right? Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. He is the truth. He replaces every lie that we've ever believed and Mm -hmm. have walked our life through that lie in destructive consequences with the truth of what he says about us, which is, it's no longer I who live. I don't have to be focused on how wrong I am Mm, or the bad thing that I do, but rather it's who Jesus is for me. It's his righteousness. So the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. It's not my own righteousness. It's his, but I learned to become righteous to not back up the car, right? I learned to become righteous, not because of a behavioral thing that I want, but it's because of who I already it's so am. so true. And you know, when that, that happened, I knew that something was wrong with me, meaning it was a symptom yeah. that I was tired right. and I had been giving out a lot and I canceled my, I had another thing to do the next morning at early in the morning on Sunday. And I was like, I just canceled it. And I worshiped. Amen. And as soon as I started worshiping the next day, it was the next day I got up and I worshiped and I just started crying. And it wasn't because I was thinking about that event. I just, sometimes you just cry or you just, you've got to get it out. And I love what you're talking about. And I felt better going to God letting God help us to lose weight or to be healthy yeah. or to heal or to heal. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. the next part I want to make sure that we talk about is, so tell us about diet. So like, what do you do to help people? How do you help people to focus on Jesus? Cause I know it's all about asking God for help. Mm-hmm. And so how do you do that? Like, I, I, I want you to tell about what you can offer because it's an amazing opportunity that you do. I want to, I want to hear like the core um, you've already touched on a lot of it, but how do you help people? Um, n- not the method yet. We'll cover that. But like, how do you, like, how do you help people do that? Like to turn to God, like, what would that look like? Um, so with my behavior change coaching, um, really it's, it's more of just an inner healing type session where we get, and when you say inner healing, what does that mean? Um, well, you know, when I talk about inner healing, I, do we have time for just a quick example? Yeah, do it. Okay. So, um, I remember for the longest time, I just thought that I wasn't worthy. I didn't feel like I had value. Um, There were a lot of things that happened um, throughout my childhood that led me to believe these things. Um, And in one of my times with the Lord, I asked him, I said, God, why is it that I still don't feel like I have enough or that there is enough or that I am enough? And in that time, 
I then had a memory drop to the forefront of my mind. And it was actually something that happened in my childhood. And so I was just a little girl. I was at a family member's home. He had uh, split open a mango and had it out for everyone. And I don't think I'd ever tasted mango before in my life, but I loved it. Mm -hmm. And so I went and grabbed a piece. And then I played around a little bit longer. And then when I came back for more, he said something to me. He said, what are you doing? That's for everybody. And in that moment, unbeknownst to me, I actually believed a lie that I wasn't worth it, that I wasn't worth an extra piece of mango and that maybe there just wasn't enough to go around. And then the Lord encountered me and I had just this beautiful time with him where I saw myself in this kind of outside area. We were at a picnic table. We were having tea in some plastic cups. And, you know, Jesus is, is just so sweet. And he always comes down to our level. He always mm-hmm. meets us exactly where we're at. And so we were at a kid's table. His knees were coming up over <laughs> oh, the table. And we, as we were having tea, um, he was just looking at me and we were laughing and he was just loving on me. And then he reached behind his robe and started handing me these mango slices. And it was just one after another, after another. And in that moment, everything that I had believed about myself was changed because I realized, you know what? I am worth it. I am so worth it that God sent his only son to die on the cross for me. If I was the only one, if you're the only one on the earth, he would die for you. Mm -hmm. And so it's important during these Holy Spirit um, experiences that it lines up with the word of God. Mm -hmm. So the word of God also says that God is Jehovah Jireh. That means he is provider. It also says that he is El Shaddai, which means literally means the all breasty one, um, which if you look at moms and how they feed their children, um, there's always an abundant supply. We know that, right? <laughs> the minute the baby cries, like we are ready, <laughs> right? Uh, it's been a while for me, but that's how God is. And so he is El Shaddai. So the truth of his word Um, when it comes to life like that in a revelation, um, the word of God is called the logos. It is actually the written word of God, the Bible, but the spirit of God, when he breathes life on that word and gives you an experience, like the experience that I have, it's called a rhema. It's a revelation. We always need to be praying for wisdom and revelation from God, because it's not even when I say renewing your mind, it's not the ability to self-affirm, to say, well, I am worthy and say that every morning and every morning and and actually think that that's going to create an impact. It can help, but it's a heart. It's deeper. Mm -hmm. And the Bible talks about how the Holy Spirit goes beyond man's scrutiny. And he can get to the very places that have been harmful to us, that have taught us to believe things that are simply not true, that actually affect how we eat, how we live, how we relate to other people, how successful we are, um, our belief systems. And so it's so I have behavior change coaching where I lead people into these type of encounters with the Lord and making sure that they are in alignment with the word of God, that we're not just 
you know, kind of going into our own imagination, right. but really having an experience with the father. And um, in my book, actually, and this is, I don't want people dependent on me. Right. I, right. Jesus yeah. is in each yeah. and every one of yep. us. We have the ability to heal with him. Mm-hmm. And in my book, um, I actually have a chapter called a uh, Holy spirit soul healing guide. Mm-hmm. And the thing about God is that he speaks to us in so many different ways that we can't put him in a box, but this is just to prompt so good. conversation with the healer. He's mm-hmm. the healer. The one that knows you has been with you through every footstep of your life, knows how to heal the hurts that came from them. And he's willing. I mean, his name is Jehovah Rapha. He is the, the healer. healer. And, you know, and, and my heart really too, is I overcame uh, lupus. I had an autoimmune disease. Um, you had a kidney transplant. And I had a kidney transplant as a result because my immune system attacked my kidney. Um, and so there was a lot in me that needed healing. And so, and that's my point too. Healing is a journey. It's a process. And Emmanuel, God with us is with you every moment of the day. And literally every moment of the day, just like with your kids, it's a teaching opportunity. Yes. Right. So yeah. when the moment your kids say, say they lie or, or something, mm-hmm. you can get really upset with them or you can actually use it as a teaching opportunity. Mm-hmm. And that's how God is with us. He's so gentle. He's so kind. He's so compassionate. He gets it. He came to earth in a body just like ours. And so he understands. It he says that understand. he's our high priest. He's he our understand. high priest and he can sympathize with us. Yeah. And so that's part of the behavior coaching. Sometimes we aren't living under the law. We, uh, we know that living under the law brings you under a curse. And so like we talked mm-hmm. about, you know, the bread, it just simply doesn't work. So I teach people how not to live under the law, how to so renew your good. mind in that area, how not to live in the guilt cycle, which is just a perpetual cycle where then you just feel bad. So then, well, I already ate the bread. I might as well eat the whole loaf, right? Mm-hmm. So getting out of guilt and condemnation, which is also the gospel, right? Yes. Jesus said, there's therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Okay, Jesus. wait, you got to say that early because yeah. earlier you said something the emphasis yeah. on now. Yeah. yeah. There is <laughs> therefore now no condemnation mm-hmm. for those who are in Christ Jesus. That means the minute right now, the minute that you overate, the minute that you kicked the dog. Oh, I love my dog. You, yell at you know, kids. the minute that you yes. yelled at your kids, whatever, or, or got up, you know, really mm-hmm. short with your husband, whatever it is that in that moment, so good. we can turn to the father and receive his goodness and his mercy for us. That's why he came. I mean, sometimes, you know, when I've done something really stupid and I, and I continue to do stupid things, it keeps me humble. It helps me yeah. realize yeah. You know, like God <laughs> is my strength yeah. and, and that, you know what, we're just human and we do have a body. But in those moments, you know, often what I'll tell myself is I'll just say what Jesus did was enough. What Jesus did was enough. I'll think about him on the cross and I'll say, you know what? What Jesus did was enough to cover that donut, <laughs> whatever it whatever it was, yeah. right? And so, just having this intimate relationship with the Father it's so important. But if if you're not living, so I, I teach you how not to live in, in diet mentality to get out of the guilt cycle. Um, but if those once we get those cleared out and we do um, some inner healing, if that's what's needed. Um, then I also give people the opportunity to do nutritional guidance with me. And because sometimes we just don't know what to do Mm -hmm. and our body is physiologically deprived. And so we're actually craving things Mm -hmm. because we need them. And that's why deprivation diets don't work. 
Um, first of all, they keep you in bondage. They put you under the law and nobody likes, I mean, how many times have you been hangry because you're on this, you know, no right. carb thing, yes. you know, and, and you need carbs for, to feel satisfied. You need mm-hmm. them for your immune system. You need them for sleep, for mood. You know, nobody wants to be around a hangry grump. And you don't want to be that hangry grump. And so teaching people how to actually, if that is a part of what people are struggling with, where they actually don't know what to do, and it isn't these other driving forces that are causing them mm-hmm. to get into these things, then I, I teach them that as well. Okay. So that is amazing. And you know what I love about it? I love that you address the heart first. Yeah. To address the parts that need healing because yeah. so much of the time we're trying to satisfy ourselves yeah. with food or recognition or people liking us or achievement or good marriage or our social media. And it's not going to fill us up. It's not about the eating. It's about what's eating you. Oh, that's so good. Pun intended. It's true. It's true. It can be true. You know, like I said, sometimes it's just a nutrition deficiency. Mm -hmm. Um, but oftentimes it's either we're living under the law, we're living under guilt and condemnation, or we're just believing things about ourselves that are simply not not true. Okay. So we're almost out of time. Tell us how can our listeners and viewers connect with you? Like, okay. you're doing something really cool coming up. Yes. Okay. So I it. am doing, is it the second week of the month? Yes. Okay. I, I'm hoping to continue to do them on the second week of every month, but okay. I have a website. It's called uh, diets don't work challenge.com backslash info. And you can read all about what I'm doing there, but basically it's a Facebook challenge. It's absolutely free for the daytime sessions during the daytime sessions. I teach all about um, this, just really scripture um, that in order to help renew your mind about not living under the law, how it doesn't work and every, everything that we've really touched on today, but we really need to go into it more deeply so that we get it kind of from our head and into our heart. That whole idea of asking God to give us that spirit of wisdom and revelation. Again, it's not about self-affirming or even just memorizing things. You know, it it has to do with a lot more. And I also have uh, during those three days, it's going to be on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Um, The daytime sessions are from noon uh, to about one or one thirty. They can probably watch the replay. They can watch the replay. replay. And um, then I have evening sessions during those same three days that are VIP sessions. Um, There's a small cost to that. It's only $37, which is really a steal. It's really a steal. Um, (laughs) You know, if you think about like how much actual, like an hour of coaching costs. And so um, you get three nights with me where we actually are one-on-one in his private Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, not just one-on-one, it's actually group. So it's whoever is in the challenge that has uh, decided to go with the VIP. And so we really get down to some of this inner healing. We talk about, there's additional content too, because I can only get so much in. Yeah. Um, and for that price, I mean, yes, that's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. It's, it's really a beautiful time. And then um, at the end of it, there's an opportunity to work with me where I have a package deal that's just for challenge participants, where I combine 
my nutritional guidance program. And what do you, can you tell us about that? I love what you, you email back and forth, like your eating log and talk about that. Yeah. So typically what I do with nutritional guidance, if someone just wants to do nutritional guidance with me, they still can. But what I typically do with nutritional guidance is I teach people how to eat um, in, and it, again, it's definitely not a diet because we have established yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Work. It's not a diet. Um, but it teaches you how to, um, you know, do different combinations. It, I give you several PDFs, a nutrient timing guide that guide that actually helps you um, determine the best time to eat certain foods at what time for mm, muscle utilization instead good. of fat storage. And so, I mean, this is my profession, right? right. This is what I do. And so, um, Typically what I do is I have you keep a food log for three weeks, you know, 21 days, build a habit. Um, I have you do that for the three weeks. After the first week, I actually look at your food log and I give you feedback. And usually that takes, you know, just a few minutes. Um, and I don't usually do that one-on-one. I usually, you know, have someone send me email back and forth, but with the package deal, with the challenge, if you join the challenge and you've learned all of this stuff, we've worked on some inner healing stuff, especially in the VIP sessions. Then, um, we, with the nutritional guidance, I'm offering still the three week program, but Instead of just emailing back and forth, I'm offering a one hour behavior change Which is session amazing. at that moment. Which is so amazing. we'll go over yeah. your food guide, you and I, and then we will go into, um, you know, some behavior change coaching and it, it'll look different with everybody. Right. I mean, the like Holy inner Spirit, healing sometimes, yeah, sometimes inner healing, sometimes yeah. we're just talking goals, sometimes whatever it is that, mm-hmm. that the Holy Spirit he knows what that person needs. Right. And he's just so great to just lead the conversation. And so, um, in addition to that, um, they will also get an audiobook version of my book, Holy spirit, help me heal. Because again, I want people dependent on the Holy spirit. Amen. Um, not me. I'm <laughs> not, not always us. available. And I'm just one person. Just one person. Like, I only have so much, you know, room in my schedule. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and, and again, it's the Holy it's, spirit always has time. He always has, he time. Always has, he always has time. Yes. Yeah. He's abundant in all things. So, okay. So yeah. tell us the website one more time. So the website is, um, diets don't work backslash info. And you can also connect with me on my author page, which is Mimi Kroger author.com. And do you have a Facebook? I have a Facebook. What's yes. your Facebook? I just look at Mimi Kroger Mimi and Kroger. I also have Mimi Kroger author. I also have three right here. Mimi Kroger. Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm going to cover your face. And then 3 John 2. Oh, yeah, we'll put them there. So 3 John 2. Yes, and 3 John 2 Ministries. It is a nonprofit ministry. So um, we do take tax-deductible donations, and it just pours back into um, really uh, book distribution, being able to get books Mm -hmm. to people that can't afford them, um, and then also just teaching people this whole idea of 3 John 2. You will be in health and prosper even as your soul prospers so let's get our souls healed prosper yeah and focus on who he is and what he's already done like i Mm -hmm. i also want to say this you know you don't need to go on a digging expedition with the father he it's it's not about being self-focused it's literally about renewing your mind to who you already are Mm -hmm. um and that has a lot to do in my book i have a chapter on identity it's huge it's just yeah, huge, it's so but huge. he loves you he loves he loves us. He loves yes. us and he wants us free so that we can do everything that he has created us for. That was great. I'm so glad you're here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We're going to pray. Okay. Linda, I want you to pray. You want yes. me to pray? Yeah. All right. <laughs> 
Dear Lord, we just thank you so much for this time. I thank you for Mimi, Lord, and her mm-hmm. the, the mission you. you've given her and just the um, powerful effect she has on people's lives, Lord. I pray for every woman watching this um, and listening to um, what our session that we just talked about, Lord. And God, I just pray you are the ultimate healer. Lord. Yeah. Anyone that has... Um, any trauma or hurts from the past, any lies that they've been believing. Lord, we just trust you. You are good. You are absolutely good. And you are kind and you are gentle and you know all the things, Lord. So we just ask right now that um, everyone that's here, that they would open up their hearts to you, that you would bring to their attention the things that need to be changed, Lord, and that you would heal them, God. And if that that if they need extra help, that they would be willing to step out and to contact Mimi, to contact someone who can help them, Lord. Mm-hmm. And um, I just thank you for every woman on here. I thank you for the great purposes yes. that you have on yes. each one of their lives, Lord. I thank you that you you died and rose again for our victory, for our abundant life, God. And so I just, I, I pray for abundant life. I speak abundant life Amen. over yes. every person mm-hmm. listening to this broadcast. We thank just you, thank you, Lord. And we trust you with, we trust you with our diets. Yes. yeah. We trust you with our lifestyles, mm-hmm. God, and you know what's best for us. And we invite you in, in your name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, that was so good. Thank you guys. And thank you for listening. We love you. And we are just so thankful for you. We're praying for you. Have a great day. Bye. I got the wrong button.